Folks, nice and warm. What is up, fellow book beaters? Meets your host, Shep and Tom. It's been a little bit about, oh, God knows, a month, month and a half. Uh, it's been a little black hole, but we are back. We are broadcasting, not live, uh, from but from Wednesday night, December the 2nd. It's the real return. Forget we heard about Derek Rose or or any other comeback. This is the real comeback. Book Leaders Pod is back, starting this up again. Um, we've been, like I said, we've been gone for a while. Um, and we'll update you guys today on a little bit of how we've been playing, what we see in this week coming up, and uh, some of the sports news. Tom? Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, and now with December rolling through, we got uh, the heart of the playoff race for the NFL coming up. Um, we got college basketball rolling in heavy, and we got some NBA to look forward to about 21 days till the yeah. NBA starts. Like a um, yeah, somehow, somehow we're back on another NBA loop, and I, I, I'm happy. I cannot complain. But yeah, Shep, let's get into it. Yeah, and we also got the, uh, I don't know if you guys are fans of the uh, December to Remember sales event, I'm sure, coming in hot. So uh, big time car sales, sports, everything's going on. Just got home from Illinois, locked the front door, oh boy, got to sit down, take a rest on the porch, imagination sets in, pretty soon I'm singing, do, 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 looking out my back door. we begin our podcast today. Like you said, been a little bit, but we are here. Uh, we both had, you know, life comes at you, COVID happens. We got some school, some moving going on, uh, some work, you know, the work's life. So we had a little free selling to do, but we're kind of back in our schedules, getting ready. And uh, now we can start recording podcasts again. But let's get, I think that's enough of that. Let's get into uh, maybe some sports. I don't want to talk about how much we've been gone, but uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's start. Um, with a little college basketball, just because it's kind of, I think, at the forefront of all of our minds. Um, kind of, it kind of snuck up on me. I, don't, I mean, I kind of didn't realize that all of us, I was watching football, then all of a sudden there's, you know, great college basketball on all day long. And I mean, West Virginia today almost had a chance to take on Gonzaga. And th- that, that's what I love about college basketball. At the beginning of the year, you have those tournaments where it's a bunch of top 25 teams going at it. And then uh, so you kind of get a nice little taste of, of March in, in December. Yeah, it's awesome. It is a little bit of a bummer to see the Maui Invitational, not in Maui, but in snowy Asheville, North Carolina, with Bill Walton high as a kite commentating from San Diego or wherever the hell he is, the moon. Anyways, it's good. I mean, there's basketball wall-to-wall um, all day long, and I know I have been watching a bunch of it trying to look at lines listening to some other podcasts uh reading up trying to kind of get in swing with that and uh going forward we'll definitely have some college basketball picks um you know it's a little tough with us putting out only a couple episodes a week but uh we'll definitely be able to provide some look aheads and uh and give you our opinions on on the bigger games uh going forward yeah i think for me i mean college basketball is <clears throat> For in terms of the major kind of sports, I would say it's one of the hardest sports to bet on. Um, there are so many goddamn college basketball teams out there. I think at, pretty much every school has a team. Um, and 
knowing for, and, and also with the fact that these guys are the best players are coming in for a year and leaving it's not like it's not college football where you're there for three years the best players come in play for a year and they're gone so kind of every single year is an entire reshuffle so learning which guys are you know the top guys in either, on either team I feel like I just learned the last draft class and I got to come in here and learn the whole new uh players and teams but yeah it's uh it's a lot it's more as a generic sports fan I think really excited to watch um yeah and you know, kind of with all the COVID going on, no uh, preseason stuff, at least early in the year, you can make some money on just looking at teams that are returning a bunch of their players, a lot of upperclassmen who have played together, a lot of like minutes returned. Um, so if you look at kind of that, you can kind of gauge, um, you know, how these guys are going to play well together. Like if you looked at that Michigan State Duke game last night, Duke, you know, they're coming in with four or five new guys who are all starting, but then you have Michigan State who's, you know, returning a bunch of upperclassmen and some solid players. Uh, True. So you can kind of find spots like that where, you know, if you see an, a, a, you know, a team that has a lot of upperclassmen who have played together before, at least early in the season. season yeah, with not a lot of practice time. Just jump on that. COVID, yeah. All that. Yeah, that's – I mean, obviously, as, it, as, it, as we go along, like – Yeah, it'll even I, out. But, but in, in the beginning, you can find an answer. Money, I mean – I'm, I'm a big proponent of the fact that the money is there to be made in the, early, in the beginning of the season, especially, I, I mean, for me, I, I always make my uh, most of my money in football in the early season because I feel like I do a lot of my research and I know a lot about some of these teams. Then as the season goes on, everyone understands who the better teams are. But, yeah, the money is there to be made. There's always money to be made when there's uncertainty, and that's over any any markets or any anything you're looking at. So, yeah, I agree with that. Um, like Tom said, I think – We'll have a lot more basketball to watch as the year goes on. We'll understand it more. But, yeah, uh, fun. I think it's just for – I mean, for how long we had in the beginning of summer with nothing on TV, we were being absolutely just flooded in these last couple of months with just amazing sports. Every, I mean, I feel like I've seen every single sport play in the last like, three months, and it's been, you know, playoffs and all that. So, um, awesome as a sports fan. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's for me as no now I'm I'm working now, so I can't watch a lot of the sports. Like today, the the Raven Sears game, I kind of had to like track that on my like bleach report app with every play instead of just watching it. So but yeah, I felt like I was in a, a high school again watching like March Madness or like <laughs> I mean just sitting in yeah. in calculus or whatever class you're in. Anyway, um Okay, let's go into a little uh, NFL. I think this coming week is a uh, a week that I looked at my book and there was not a whole lot that jumped out to me. I actually saw a lot more um, over-unders that I liked than spreads or, or my line picks. So I think I might be rocking the – just bet, betting a lot of overs this weekend because um, the last two weekends I had some – I don't know if they're bad beats, but it was bets that I really think in my mind should have hit. My first one being – the uh Packers and the Colts uh first off the Colts should have finished the game in 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 uh the fourth quarter didn't Packers drove down uh I, I thought could have gone for touchdown could have field goal instead that's fine then they had the ball in overtime first through a pick lost that game then I had the Cardinals who missed a field goal to win the game or no missed a field goal to tie the game no to win the game excuse me yeah just missed a field goal to win the game and then Isaiah Simmons had a personal foul late hit when Kim Newton was actually still in bounds and he hit him. Then they got a field off that. So I lost a dececent amount of money. Yeah, we, and we were watching that that Cardinals game together. And uh, yeah, that hit yeah. on Simmons was I, – I 
completely. He hit him in inbounds after, and then yeah. I know. So it's just brutal to lose that way. And especially when, you know, I think Cam Newton threw for like a hundred and like 58 yards or something like that. That that was a game that not only was brutal if you had the Cardinals in the spread or, or money line or whatever, but also for um, just their standing going forward, like in the playoffs and making a run. And if any possible uh, future win totals that you have on them. That Over one, seven that and a half. Is, they needed that win. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. So I was yeah. double whammy. I lost that and my, my last two weeks have been rough i was i was seven and three in fantasy and i was up big on the season the last two weeks i've lost back-to-back weeks in fantasy and i've lost back-to-back triple digits in my book so now I'm, I'm i'm in i'm in risk of missing the playoffs in fantasy and i'm down big so we're, we're t- down a little bit but that's why you know what when you go when you go down big what do you do you keep betting you keep putting the money down it will hit that's what you do. You stick with your responsibly. Guns. Stick responsibly. with responsibly. You stick. No, no. You stick with what got you there. You max bet the best line you find, and you win your money back right then and there. I think. I think that's what they, I think that's what the we'll, we'll go with that. That's what the DraftKings commercial said. I think. I'm not positive. Um, speaking of when the hell are we get in DraftKings or legalized gambling in California at at Gavin Newsom virtual tag at Gavin Newsom bring gambling to California. Well, the thing is, dude, it's it's legal now in 25 states, um, and I still think like you know the big networks like Fox and NBC and uh, I mean NBC's done it a little bit with Warren Sharp, but like having guys there that they can like bring on and talk about like gambling like pregame, I think would add a huge like boost to like ratings and just like you know engagement like pregame and. Yeah, having the commentators be able to talk about the spread, like last, what was it, Monday night when that one-handed Hail Mary backdoor. Oh, the- my God, that saved my ass. On my idle live over at 39 and a half, and then going for two actually saved my ass, which was hype. But, and- like, having a guy there who could, like, like the announcers didn't even, like, mention they- yeah, that it, like, about, yeah. cost, like, 90% of America had bet, or 90% of the people in the U.S. who had bet. 90% of America, millions of people, <laughs> hundreds of millions of people. Hundreds of millions of people had the Seahawks minus six and a half and Doug Peterson just shit down their throats. Which, and there was nobody to even talk about it. So I think, have you, you heard? Know, have you heard all these, these conspiracies? We'll tag. Have you heard these conspiracies that Vegas is like in cahoots with the NFL? And then like talked to, they got, and got like somehow told Vegas, somehow it was, I don't know what the train was of, of, of communication, but somehow from Vegas and Point A was Vegas, point maybe it was point D or E or F, whatever it was, was Doug Peterson. And the, the message was go for two, cover the spread. That's what I've been hearing. I I I was cruising through Twitter scrolling Twitter up and down. Buzzing. And uh I follow a lot of gambling accounts on Twitter and I, I saw know. one posted this did absolute degenerate wrote an email, a strongly worded email to Roger Goodell. I saw that. Talking about like the conspiracy, like you just said, I was cracking up. I thought it was some. I mean, some I, mean I, I was I was sitting watching. I was like, "There's no." I was like, talking. I was saying to myself, "There's no way they go for two. What's the point of going for two? You're still, you're down 14. Well, I mean, like, I guess like because you're not gonna win anyway. Make a point. You want to try and put points up. I don't. I, I don't know. I was like, okay, whatever. And I saw Carson Wentz went out there, and I lost my mind. But um, yeah. circling back to what you said before about having someone in the booth, like you know, a, a, not not necessarily a gambling like like a set, oh, this is our gambling expert, but someone who who 
is there to like talk about it. And I was, I was thinking, as you're saying that, I was thinking, you know, I see, I see two young, handsome, handsome, uh, smart, good looking dudes here who could totally do that. I mean, I could go. Hey, I'm, I'm just starting my job search because I'm, I'm done with school pretty soon. So head to, you might have to, think, I might have to write, write up Joe Buck and Troy Aikman and say, hey, boys, uh, let me hop on in. Imagine, imagine nice it's, it's suit. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, and then Tom Hensley. <laughs> and you're sitting there with your beanie. Exactly. <laughs> Locked in. Go, Locked in. Drinking Bud Light, swearing at the TV. They, 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 they flashed you like Mike Pereira and you're sitting there on your couch, belly out, just screaming about some bad call or something. Uh, that would be much throw, Throwing in a, uh, just a gambling horseshoe, just <laughs> making sure I can just get the juices flowing. Yeah, I love to see that they patch for Mike Pereira and his like eight piece vest suit. <laughs> anyway, bit of a tangent there, but uh, hey, we, we can dream, can't we? I'll quit my job and go be the gambling expert for you can have you can have Fox all of CBS or all of Fox as a Niners fan. You have CBS Raiders. There we go. There we go. There we okay. Go. Uh, let's let's uh, let's as gambling experts. Let's get into our as gambling experts. Let's get into the Lions this week. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start with little maybe money line or spread picks, and then I'll go into my overs. I'll do money lines, and then you can do yours, um, and then maybe okay. I'll do a teaser there. Um, my first, I mean, they fucked me last week. And like I said before, what do you do when something loses? You double down and go right back at it because the odds it loses twice in a row or even less, something like that. I like Cardinals money linings, the Rams. I think if Nick Mullins can figure out a way in the Niners defense, but Nick Mullins engineered some drives when he had to, if he can figure out a way to beat the Rams, so can Kyler Murray. I mean, come on, Kyler Murray can too. Uh, Cardinals are plus 128. Uh, money line and then plus three spread I might take money line there um I like that a lot I think the Cardinals find a way to get that done and I think Kyler Murray is so electric and the Rams just are good but I think the Cardinals are also a good team I don't think the Cardinals drop to 500 so I think the Cardinals win that and then my next one it kills me to say this really kills me to say this I'm not going to bet on this because I can't bet against my my boys the Niner gang but Bill's money line is minus 110. Their uh, spread is, is minus one at, minus, at even. Bills are such a better team than Niners, especially the Niners are missing or have Nick Mullins a quarterback. I mean, I, I would bet if I was not a, if I was, you know, a generic football fan, I'd probably take Bills. I'm not going to take as I can. I'm going to root for the Niners like hell. But Jesus, I think that's giving the Niners a lot more credit than they deserve with the team they have right now. All the guys hurt. Um, at you know minus one twenty for a money line, so yeah, I like that. I like that game a lot too. I will definitely be betting that. It is your um, site, so we're supposed to be in Santa Clara. Now it's in Arizona, so now it's in Arizona, and Levi you know, Stadium does get pretty popping with no fans on a Sunday afternoon in Santa Clara but, County. But as we've talked about before, like the books build in a home field advantage, and yeah. that is just non-existent in this game. And I think you know, your fans normally. They'll, they'll put in a little bit of a home field advantage into that line. And I think the Bills, their defense, you know, finally showed up last week and played pretty well. And I think the Bills are really starting to, to roll. They'll be there, you know, they came off a bye last week and, and, and won. Um, and I think, you know, People saw that Niners game against the Rams and the Rams being 
you know, one of the prohibitive favorites uh, in the NFC. I think, you know, people are kind of going to over-adjust and, and favor the Niners. And so... Um, you know, I, they I, benefit I, I, from a lot of Rams turnovers, which was the reason they were able to stay in that game. Um, they also turn the yeah. ball over a lot themselves. So, I mean, just heads to the coin. But, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Niners beating the, the Bills on Monday Night Football on national TV. Because the Niners win this... If the Niners beat the Bills, I think... That puts them right, not the NFC West race. I can't catch the Seahawks, but it puts them right back in the playoff, like the actual playoff conversation. They'll be they'll be in that little graphic in the hunt, and they'll jump from the bottom of the in the hunt graphic to the top of the in the hunt graphic, and you might get some like, oh, can we do it this year? Can we come back? So, just like the like what like the Eagles are in the hunt as well. So, yeah. Did you have any other uh, any picks there? Or- Oh, 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 do you want me to go on my, on my spreads? Yeah. We'll do the um, at the end. All right. Well, the one that really jumps off the board to me is the Lions plus three, even money at, uh, playing the Bears. Um, Lions just got rid of Matt Patricia. There's been a lot of buzz around, you know, having this new blood, this new coach come in. Um, and I really like teams going, coming a week with, their interim coach as the first, uh, you know, the first week we saw it with the Texans when they fired Bill O'Brien and they had Romeo Cannell come in. They won. You saw it with the Falcons uh, getting rid of Dan Quinn um, and they won outright and covered. Um, and so I like the Lions in this spot. I think, you know, something to be said about having an interim coach is, you know, you're not locked. You, you have something to play for because you got the players have to show like why they want to be on this team, why they should be um, a part of the organization going forward. And you want to put your best foot forward with the new guy. Uh, and I think, you know, Hakeem Hicks being out for the bears, you saw them play like shit against the Packers and like, dog um, I don't know. I don't have any confidence in Matt Nagy, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, I, that whole Chicago organization is a shit show right now. Yeah. I like the I like the Lions getting three to, especially at even money to come out and and play, you know, for their jobs, play, yeah, and show why they, they you know belong and why. And I think they got, they have something to prove. And I think Matt Patricia is such a shit coach and such a stupid head that they <laughs> nice <laughs> that um you know they're they're ready to go out and and prove it plus the you know they played on thanksgiving so they've had basically you know 10 days to prepare versus you know yeah the uh the bears coming off it's not a short week but um you know i think i think when in doubt bet on the best player on the field and the best player on the field in this game is is matt stafford um so something to be said about that um okay and i also yeah i also like the uh Colts minus three against the Texans. Uh, the yeah. Texans just lost uh, Will Fuller and Bradley, Robbie, Colby, or however you Someone say his name, the, the, the defensive back. Yeah. Uh, King that they were caught for steroids with uh, Brian Cushing as their strength and yeah. conditioning. You saw that, that the tweet about that. It's like, oh, one who got the steroids. It's Brian Cushing. Yeah. They but got, I like, headbutted some dude with a helmet on and he had no helmet on yeah an electric uh sound video to go watch up on youtube if you have the chance but i like the colts coming off um 
a week where they got absolutely ran over by Derrick Henry and the Colts. Um, I think this is a bounce back week. They're still, you know, in the playoff hunt that they need to win this game. And uh, I, li- I like them to cruise easy over the Texans. Um, and those are my, those are my two spread picks that I really like this week. All right. All right. I like that. Okay. I'll get into my overs. There's a few overs I really like this week um, that kind of jumped out to me. My first being my favorite one. It didn't hit last time these teams played. Uh, I think it's a, it was a fluke. I think it was the game. Was it Taysom Hill's first game? I like the Saints Falcons over 46. I'll have to do, I should look more into that if the last time they played. Last time they played, it was like 35 points were scored. But I think it was Taysom Hill's like first game um, starting. So it was kind of getting off that. But these are two, I mean, the Falcons put up points a lot. Uh, Matt, Matt Ryan tossed the ball over the field. I think the Saints are getting into their offense with Taysom Hill, and they really know how to run that now, and um, it's going well for them. They put up points in one games with him. Uh, I mean, look, that's that's a 24-23 ball game, 28-24. I mean, it's not a lot to get over 46 points, and I think that's something that can easily happen uh, with this game. That's kind of – I think that's going to be – you know, I'll call that right now. That's my, uh, my lock of the week, and I'll tell you my sponsor for that real quick. That's so official lock of the week, Saints-Falcons over 46 – Sponsored by Phil's Christmas trees. It's not a Christmas party without a little tree. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Phil. Phil. I'm sure Phil and maybe Phil's boys with Bill Walton and they can go watch some basketball together. All right. Um, they, the Falcons and the Saints played in week 11. Uh, the final score was Saints 24, Falcons 9. But the Falcons didn't score in the second half. So Yeah. So uh, it, it, was that – I'm going to go to the – I'm gonna. that was week 11 you said? That was week 11. Yeah. And – so I, I like that as well. Um, I think the Falcons, you know, are going to be able to at least put up some points in the second half. And yeah, and that was that was Taysom Hill's first. What they did. Yeah. So I, I like that as well. I think that's I think that's a solid choice. And they still put up twenty four with his first. I mean, the Falcons put up more points than that. Then then they put up more than nine points in every week, essentially. Um, besides that, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So I like that. I got two more. I like not as much as that one. I like the Rams Cardinals over 40 and a half uh, Cardinals, obviously team who, that puts up points. The Rams can put up a lot of points as well. Um, I think this game is, you know, maybe a, a 34, 28 ball game, something like that. I think it gets way up there in scoring. So I like that. Uh, my next one is uh, Eagles Packers over 47. Uh, I think, I mean, look, if you watch the, saw what the Packers did to the bears last week, the Packers put up, almost 47 points themselves. Uh, obviously the Eagles are not the Bears, but I think the Bears defense is better than the Eagles defense. And I think Carson Wentz uh, maybe scores two, two or three touchdowns um, and Rodgers helps them push over that. Um, but I probably, I probably won't bet that. I'll probably focus my money on the Saints-Falcons. Um, and then my last, my under, I like, I like Colts-Texans under 51. Um, I think that's a lot of points. I mean, the, the Texans do tend to put up a decent amount of points. Uh, every week Colts defense look last week was an absolute fluke in my opinion uh, I think there's not a lot of teams were built like the Tennessee Titans are built and that might have exposed a, you know a hole in the Colts defense but the Texans don't have Derrick Henry they don't have anything close to Derrick Henry um, they have David Derrick Duke Johnson and Dave Johnson's back next week um, they're not the same kind of offense as the Titans at all I think the Texans are a pretty normal NFL offense I mean that the Colts have shown they can stop especially with that Will Fuller I think that 51 is pretty high um, and I think the Colts are a team who don't want to throw the ball around a lot unless they have to. Last week they had to, so they put up a lot of points as well. But I think 
they're not a team that's going to try and win ball games on the arm of Philip Rivers. I think they're lying. You know, they're Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines. Uh, so I think under 51 is a pretty safe bet uh, in that game as well. Yeah, I really like that under as well. Um, I mean, who do the, te- the Texans are going to have Brandon Cooks and, and Kenny Stills as their two yeah. main guys. This is 2015. I mean, Jesus Christ. Not having Will Fuller there is a big problem for those other guys because you can't take the top off the defense and get all those under not, underneath routes that Kenny Stills and Brandon Cooks can feed off of. Um, but I, I I like that for the, for the reason for the Texans not to score that much. And then the Colts get DeForest Buckner back off the COVID list. Um, and that's a huge huge addition on their line um so i, I definitely like that to be yeah to be a, i mean the Colts defense 51. is not uh, 51 is 51's high man yeah that's a lot of points so those are my uh my over-unders for, for this weekend yeah and then i just want to add one uh teaser that i kind of you know thought i could find some value in um and it's the raiders and the Vikings teaser, the Raiders are playing the Jets. Um, seven and a half point favorites. You get a six and a half point teaser down to a point. Um, depending on how that line goes, you could even get it down to half a point. Um, and then you get the Vikings uh, against the Jags. They're already 11 point favorites. That's too high for me. Um, but getting it down to four. Um, the Vikings are, you know, in the thick of the race for that wild card spot in the NFC. The NFC is wide open and they had a huge comeback win last week. They get Thielen back off the COVID list. Um, so I think they win easily. And the Jags, um, the Jags still are it's starting. It's nice to, right? It's, huh? Jags still starting Mike Glennon this week, I think. I saw it, and, I saw it today. I'm not sure. It doesn't, it, I mean, I, it doesn't really matter, it's honestly. Jake Luton or Lutton, whatever the fuck his name is. But yeah. Like, I, th- I think, um, you know, to, to be able to get that, to buy down below a touchdown in that Vikings game is going to be huge. Um, so I really like that. I already have the Raiders in a teaser with the Seahawks from Monday. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride betting against the Jets until, until it comes to bite me. But I don't, I don't see the Raiders losing to the Jets, especially after how shitty they played, you know, last oh week. My God. Absolutely whack. I don't think I've seen the Raiders play. I don't think I've seen them play a worse game. It was absolutely hideous. So I like them to bounce back. Um, You know, they're still in the race also for a wild card spot. It's going to be tough because the AFC is just so strong and, you know, they needed to win that game last week, but you know, they're still in, in the hunt. So I like buying them down to blow a field goal. um, And I think, I think they'll win. Yeah. I think you could find a a teaser like that. And that's where you got to pick up. I mean, they're still at the Raiders are at, what are they at? For me, they're at minus eight. Um, that's where a little recency bias can kind of sometimes bite you in the ass as you see a team look that bad. And look, it's, it's the NFL at the end of the day. And besides like the Jets and some of those teams, and even even there, like any team can beat any other given team on any, and that's why it's called any given Sunday. You know, I mean, anything can happen. So a team can come out and play flat and get killed, and it happens. But it doesn't mean make them a bad team. Doesn't mean they're you know, you know a out of playoff contention or anything like that, you, you can have a bad week and still come back and, and maybe next time you play that team, you beat them by, by 20 also. It's it's the NFL. It's weird and it's wacky how it works, but it happens. Yeah, and I think uh, some quick other betting advice for this week I would do 
Um, I think you're kind of safe parlay teams for this week. If you want to, this is something I like to do is like I've talked about before in this podcast is pick my, one of my favorite lines. Maybe my top two lines. I like in parlay it with like this week, I'd parlay with the chiefs and I'd parlay with maybe the Packers or uh, the dolphins versus the Bengals, something like that. It's something to take your, your minus one ten bet up to like a plus one ten. It's not it's something crazy, but um. It's for me a pretty surefire win that you can do. And if you parlay maybe two of those, I mean, I think the Chiefs are minus 900, so that's not going to do a whole lot. But you can get the Packers versus the Cardinal versus the Eagles at minus 385. If you pack those together, you get yourself from a minus 110 to like a plus 140, 150, which is pretty good money. And I think those two Packers and Chiefs are locks. So it's a way to get some extra return there on your on your bet. And if you want to parlay it, that's that. Those would be my two teams I'd do this weekend. I would do Chiefs and Packers along with my. Uh, whatever bets I do and parlay those to get some little, little boost on your, on your, uh, your betting this weekend. Yeah. I, I like all that. And I think uh, kind of before we, we go off here, let's uh, talk just a little update on our, uh, how our futures are doing Ooh, yeah. um, for win totals. Uh, I can start with mine. Um, I got the, I got the bills. They just got to win one more game. So I have them at eight and a half. Um and, you know, like we talked about, I think they can, you know, handle the Niners this week um, and kind of lock in that that future. And then I know we both have been big on the uh, Cardinals. And that I think that's going to be kind of tough going forward. I mean, I, I thought I, that was I, a given. I, I know. To go. And, and that, that loss to the Pats is going to – it's, it's going to make it a sweat, I think. Yeah. You know, they got to win two more games. Um in the next, what is it? The next four? Yeah, they, this would have been two. They went two, two of the next. What eleven right now? Two of the next. I'm horrible math. They need to go eight and eight. Two of the next five. That's all we need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we see two of the next five games. Who are they? I'm gonna pull. They up play the Rams twice. Um, they got the Hawks time. I think. I think they play the Jets. They play a bunch of NFC East teams. I know. They're not. We need the AFC East. Sorry. That they got. What else they had they got giants okay there we go they got Ram- they got giants and eagles it's gonna be the giants and the eagles that's all they gotta do they got rams giants eagles niners rams okay okay they can get one uh, dub. yeah okay i'm feeling good about this we'll see the the- they can beat the giants and the eagles they have to be the giants and the eagles if they're yeah. split or split with the rams and and beat one of them yeah i mean yeah or that which i think they'll do anyway but yeah yeah so and then- that's looking that's looking pretty good still and then I have um, the Patriots uh, under nine and a half. So the Patriots have to win out for me to lose that. So I'm feeling good about that. Oh, so this, um, this that Cardinals-Pats game went the opposite way needed to happen. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, that would have locked me in. But we'll have to sweat it out a couple more weeks. Um, and then my Todd Gurley for uh, comeback player of the year is, is kind of down the drain. Yeah, it's not going to so. Yeah, I did obviously Cardinals, which I'm feeling good about. Um, I took, <laughs> I, I like an idiot. Um, I, I tried to, I t- what I did was for the NFC North, I saw Packers um, and Vikings. Packers were at plus 160, Vikings were at plus 150. So I just took both of those. Um, so right now it's looking like I'm, my Packers bet's going to hit. I put two units, I think, on each of them. So it's, you know, guaranteed one unit. I didn't put a whole lot on it. I should have put a lot more because I knew that it was going to be the Packers or the Vikings. And now it's looking like it's just going to be the Packers. So that bet's looking good. Um, and then I did the same for 
the AFC East, which is Bills and Pats. That was a little less. It was plus 120, but I put five units down on that uh, to guarantee myself another one one unit. <laughs> but <laughs> but they've been decent with the Bills. I mean, if the Bills blow this, Dolphins are seven and four. Um, that's, I did not account for the Dolphins doing this at all. So now I'm kind of just pulling for the Bills to win this. But, I mean, so if, if everything kind of stays as it is right now, come end of the season, I'll have, you know, I'll be like five or four and a half units up, I think. So there's my, yeah, and that's, that's all you can ask for. Right. Yeah. Like, and I mean, look in that my, my biggest one was the NFC North Vikings and, and Packers. I shouldn't have taken the Vikings. I should have known they were going to be shit. Like they always are. And it was going to be the Packers. And I should have just <laughs> my straight Packers bet. But I, when I saw that the top two dogs were plus plus one fifteen above, that's just a given opportunity to take both of those and pretty much guarantee yourself some free money. Cause it's going to be one of those two teams. Um, in my opinion, it was going to be in, in, in it's come down to what are the what are the Vikings even at? Vikings, I mean Vikings are they're, they're five, yeah, they're five and six, but they're, they're not, not going to the Packers. I should have known it was going to be the Packers. Just every year it's the Packers, but I was I was honestly playing it safe by taking both those teams, and it's going to pay off for me come you know January. So yeah, our futures are looking good, except for the Todd Gurley. But hey, that was hey. I think that was my advice to you, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was good value, so not not too disappointed with it. I wonder who's who's it who's going to be comeback player this year. Either Probably Alex Smith or, or or Big Ben. Um, yeah, Big Ben. I was talking to uh, one of our buddies from high school who's a big uh, Steelers fan, and at, he was Oscat. Yeah, and he <laughs> was getting he was getting heated because uh, Big Ben. There's all this you know buzz about Alex Smith getting comeback player of the year and. Honestly, if the Washington football team, football club team, football team club um, wins that division, then I think there's a legitimate case. There is. Yeah, but, I agree. Um, with the way that the Steelers are playing 11 and 0, I think uh, Big Ben's got it right now. But I should have seen Big Ben. I should have seen that coming. That makes so much yeah, sense. I know. I should have just, you know, you always just bet on a quarterback, right? Like, yeah, and like, if like big bets a good any of these awards, like, yeah. it's it's gonna be a quarterback. Like, if you look at like the rookie of the year with like Tua or Herbert, um, like, yeah, they've both been like really good, but like also like Justin Jefferson's been phenomenal. Yeah, but they're yeah. not gonna give it to a wide receiver; they're gonna give yeah. it to a quarterback. And the same goes for you know MVP. Like, you look at Derrick Henry; he's not gonna get anywhere close to. The votes that Patrick Mahomes is Mahomes is the top dog now. Yeah. I, I love how Russell Wilson just every year starts off so hot and there's all this MVP buzz and then it just kind of fades away because someone else do, do you think do you think Russell Wilson's gonna get an MVP vote or we're gonna have to go a whole nother year with saying oh Russell Wilson didn't get an MVP I vote? hope he doesn't get any. I hope he doesn't. He's gonna be the generation's Drew Brees, the, the short quarterback who was really good, won like a Super Bowl or two, but just never could you know dominate in his in his time dominate the league that is he dominates the teams he plays but never dominates the league as in like you know winning mvps and super bowls every year um gotta hate the seahawks so much anyway uh <laughs> yeah and uh before before we go just kind of looking forward uh for the podcast um we'll definitely get some nba talk coming up with futures and um just so kind of prepping fast. everybody for so the fast. season um came up fast on us but uh, we got some research to do and we'll have a couple shows you know breaking down what we like going forward in the nba it feels like we were just betting on the heat and the or not we didn't bet on the heat to win the playoffs but talking about the heat and if they can pull it off uh time yeah, yeah. all right well yeah as tom said we'll get that out to you guys uh thanks for listening to the show sorry for the the hiatus but we are officially back 
uh, making you money. I think the reason I was losing, I think the reason I was losing my bets is I was I wasn't filming the show and bouncing ideas off off my boy Tom here. Uh, so likewise, I I I think uh, we're back and better than ever. We're gonna be in the green. This bodes well for us. And uh, yeah, see you guys uh, next week. Happy gambling. Bet at your own risk. Always double down and chase your losses. Thank you.